You're listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello and welcome to Plan Style Do. I'm your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week, I bring you bite-sized episodes and interviews with leading wedding industry experts to help take the stress and confusion out of planning your wedding. In today's episode, we're talking wedding florals, and I'm joined by the gorgeous Eliza Bow, founder and head floral designer at Ivy Lane Collective. If you don't know your delphiniums from your daisies, communicating your vision to a florist can be a huge challenge. Today, Eliza and I are going to cover some of the basics you'll need to know when booking your florist to help make the process that little bit smoother. So let's get started. Before we dive into all the wisdom you have for us in today's episode, Eliza, for those listeners who may not know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your floral studio, Ivy Lane Collective? How long have you had Ivy Lane? And can you describe your floral style for me? Yeah, of course. So Ivy Lane Collective is my baby, um, five years old now, which is really exciting. We're based on the South Coast. We've got a beautiful warehouse studio um, and we started in a small garage. My floral career started 10 years ago now, which is really amazing. And I worked with some beautiful floral designers as all based on weddings as well. Now we just focus still on weddings, lots of gift bunches and florals and just yeah, helping our couples through the floral journey of their weddings. Beautiful. And how would you describe your style? Definitely a bit more like en masse, very whimsical, seasonal florals as well is really important to to what we do. Beautiful installations, big like en masse pieces, the overall like full scale look. We don't tend to do smaller stuff. Um, We always love doing a full picture. Absolutely. And I was very fortunate to have you do the florals for my recent styled shoot at Terrera House. So I can definitely um, testify that you don't do things by halves. Absolutely gorgeous. Now let's get into some practical tips. So let's say a couple have their wedding venue booked and they're starting to look at their styling and their florals. What should a couple be looking for when they're researching florists? What are some key things for them to keep an eye out for? Yeah, definitely, Jordan. So a great thing for a couple to keep an eye out for is obviously the style of the florist, making sure that you've sort of scrolled through their Instagram. They've got a similar style to what you're looking for, even like similar photos from your Pinterest board. If you love a, like a floral designer's work, go with them. You know they're going to execute it. Don't go sending sort of photos from other floral designers to different ones. Try and go with the one that you love and that best represents what you guys are sort of saving photos from and what style you really are after as well. And trust their their knowledge and their expertise as well I guess yeah definitely so tell me about your your process for working with a couple so let's say they've got no idea what they want how do you work with them to kind of narrow down their ideas and create something that's within their budget but also creates and enhances their their beautiful styling vision 
Yeah, so we always, um, our first point of contact with a couple is a phone call. I always love to chat with them both over the phone, get an idea for them as a couple. One of the first questions we ask every couple is what their love story is so we can get to know them a bit more than just a, a sort of computer level via email. And then we start going through their Pinterest board if they've got one, even just a favourite colour palette if they're not sure where they want to start. And then we just break the wedding down piece by piece um, to their bridal party elements, the ceremony, reception and then each of those into smaller elements to figure out where they're actually going to need florals, what they're looking for, what the overall vision for the day is, if florals are super important for them as well too. Like sometimes people might want food more important, so we'll make sure there's room for those things on the tables and just the overall ambience that they're after for the day as well. A lot of our couples obviously come in and they're like, we've never done this before. We don't know what we're doing. So the best thing we sort of say in those situations is to just let your professional sort of take over a little bit, walk you through the process. We do this all the time. We know what we're doing and we'll sort of help guide you through all of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. As wedding professionals, we have done it before. Let us support and guide you. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me, how far in advance do you recommend couples start looking for a florist? I would say 12 months is a really great time frame. Anything sort of over that can tend to be a little bit too much time. Anything from like 10 to 12 months is really great. If you sort of book too far in advance, and go into all those details. Obviously, we know what Pinterest and Instagram are like. You're always seeing new inspiration. So you can end up doing the workload and the planning again sort of later on once you see all of the new um, trends that are flooding the internet, I guess, that in that next year's time. So we always sort of say book your florist in maybe yeah, 10 to 12 months in advance so that you've got plenty of time to go through and just get a rough idea from them and then closer to the date, maybe at six months out, eight months out, then you sort of start honing in on all of the specifics, just get the date locked in and all your, your team as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's very much in line with what I say for styling with couples. Start on their styling vision about eight months out because, as you say, you know, you, you want to have time to obviously execute it beautifully with them but not time that um, they have, you know, enough time to, to get sick of it or over it. You want them to be um, fresh and inspired by it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Now, one of the things I think is really important to highlight at this stage is how much goes into producing incredible floral designs for a wedding or an event. I know I've had couples in the past who have been quite unrealistic about their ideas on the cost of florals. Let's be honest, florals, they are an investment. They're not cheap, but what you get is so much more than just the flowers or the foliage, isn't it? I, I don't think people necessarily realise um, all the work and the expertise and the training that goes in behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely, um, Jordan. It's It's been such a process to educate our clients and to continue doing that and sort of band together with all the other floral designers in the industry and just teach people how much goes into just something so simple as putting together a floral order. It takes years to learn to know how many stems of florals you're going to need to put a table arrangement together or a, a wedding bouquet and to just have the knowledge and even just the time you think, okay, you're going to be booking a client for 12 months. That's 12 months of our time that we're going to be investing into that couple, getting to know them. They've vision, what they're after, uh, the types of flowers that they love, learning what flowers are going to be in season at what time so that we can make sure we're not false promising different blooms to them, just even educating them on we work with Mother Nature, obviously it's completely unpredictable. We can't guarantee anything unfortunately, but we always will absolutely do our best and 
that then starts with the early mornings of the market runs days before the wedding and then we prep the flowers condition them make sure they're all well looked after if it's heat of summer they need to be put in fridges we're constantly moving them around watching them making sure that everything's open to its full potential and just the eye and the education and knowledge that it takes to learn how to do all of those simple things to us is yeah what we what we're sort of charging for and then the floral cost on top of that as well and then the pack down the removal and um removing everything as well and yeah putting it all back away ready for the next event there is so much so much that goes in the flowers are just what you see but like you say there's so much behind the scenes which i think is important for couples to remember when they're chatting to their florist and, and looking at quotes let's break down some floristry terms that that may come up for a couple when they're working with a florist so you mentioned floral installations before can you tell us what they are yeah, so a floral installation, Jordan, is essentially anything that is hung above the tables, whether it's suspended from a rigging structure from the floor up, it's hanging from the ceiling. Um, it can be sort of anything in between the the table to the ceiling, essentially. So it could be a range of things, but it, overall it's anything that's hanging above the tables and it requires like ladder work, florists climbing up and down, suspended on ropes, chains, pulleys, there's loads of different things that we can use to create them, but it's essentially anything that's suspended above them. Yeah, and they are, you know, really dramatic to look at and gorgeous. But as you say, there is a lot that goes into it in terms of rigging and hanging. So um, they probably are on the the higher end of the budget, shall we say. Yes, definitely. And it's just a whole other different design perspective to learn as well too. I know when I first started learning to design for something that's sitting on a table and that you see at eye level to something that you then see in a roof installation underneath. I, I remember many installations that I was practicing and I was creating them at the wrong angles and we'd hung them, hang them up in the ceiling and then they'd, all the flowers would be pointing to the roof because I'd made it at ground level. And then once it's pulled up into the ceiling, it's all sort of facing the wrong way. So it's definitely a skill to learn how to design those so that they're all aesthetically pleasing once they're hung up in the roof for everyone looking at them down below. From all the different angles. Now yeah. tell me, I've had uh, a few grooms ask this one as well. What is a buttonhole? Yeah, it's, um, so the buttonhole is the flowers or um, arrangement that gets attached to the groom's suit. Um, generally speaking, they're used to put on their suits with pins. Um, we also offer like magnetic ones as well too. If for whatever reason the groom has a suit that they don't want to put any pins through, we can offer the magnetic ones so they just clip on really easily. We always recommend using really lightweight product for these so that you don't see them hanging off the suits or they spin and something that's quite hardy as well because there's always lots of hugs and they get very squished very easily. <laughs> Now, can you tell me what are your recommendations for couples who are working on a set budget for their florals? How can they get the most kind of bang for their buck from their floral arrangements? Yeah, so Jordan, I always recommend to our clients, and that's part of our inquiry process as well, let us know their budget. That makes the process so much easier um, and quicker for them. It doesn't waste anyone's time and it allows us to put something to the couple that it that's realistic for them. It's not going to shock them when we send it through. And it also allows us to professionally recommend where we 
where we would put the budget and allocate it to to best achieve the look that they're going for rather than sending something through that's completely unrealistic for them. And it's going to allow us to get straight down to sort of planning, okay, this area is going to be where we allocate this budget to. This is not quite achievable with your budget at the moment, but if we adjust it here, we could do this. And it just allows us to work so much more easily with every couple if we sort of know exactly what yeah their set floral budget is and we can professionally recommend and work with them to best allocate that where where they're going to need the overall look to go i think some couples are afraid to tell their wedding professionals their budget but um like you say you know we we've done this before and we can create something to your budget we're not going to you know hugely exceed it or hugely under deliver if we know what your expectations are when it comes to budget Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode, Eliza. I feel like we've really kind of broken down the process of a couple looking to book a florist. Can you tell me if couples are looking to find out more about your work and about Ivy Lane Collective, how can they reach you? Yeah, so the best way, Jordan, for any couples looking for a wedding florist to reach us is going through our website. Uh, We have a beautiful online inquiry form there that will ask them all the details and things that we'll need to know. They can attach a Pinterest board. And then from there, that gets sent through to us um, in our emails and we'll organize a time to chat and start working on all the florals with them. Wonderful. And I will link to your website and your Instagram in the show notes as well so couples can find you that way. Amazing. Thank you so much for having us, Jordan. We really appreciate it and we love working with you as well too. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Well, that brings an end to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. If you've enjoyed it, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in so that other brides and grooms can find out about the podcast too. I'm Jordan Weaver. Thanks for joining me and I'll catch you next time.